We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it is January 29th, it's 2019, and we have seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. It's an interesting slate, Uh, it was an interesting slate on Monday, a lot of news after we got done with the podcast, Uh, a lot of news throughout the day on Monday, Um, could be a pretty solid night. Um, Joined today by my buddy Will, Chief Justice 06, back-to-back days, how are you doing my friend? Doing great man, Uh, I I guess we're kind of the same boat, we talked a little bit pre-show, our lineup's on FanDuel. We're going to see if we can make it tonight. You know, I think we've both got three players left. So I guess we have to hope that we can have a, have a big night. And then obviously in our, on fantasy draft, I know you are just uh, probably about to crush. So uh should be a good night, man. Uh, shout out to everyone that hopped in the listeners league. I mean, uh, it was pretty fun for the first day. Uh, I didn't really make too many mistakes. Jokic, didn't kill I told him. you I was playing him. <laughs> and I mean, I played him. Jokic didn't. I mean, he ended up not hurting us because Kevin Durant, I mean, no one's really broken the slate outside of Marcus Smart and uh, 
and uh, Al Horford, which you have both of those guys. So we should we should be all right tonight. <laughs> so I had Mario Hazonia in my lineup all day, and I was fading Trey Burke all day, and I was like, you know, Trey Burke is just too good of a play about five minutes before lock, and I switched my lineup. I went from um, Mario and I can't remember who the forward was to Trey Burke and Al Horford. Um, so that definitely worked out for me, even though with Trey Burke, yeah. Mario Zonia disappeared in the second half in that game. And um, Al Horford, it centers against Brooklyn, Will. It centers yeah. against Brooklyn. Um, yeah. We talked about it on the podcast yesterday. It's just centers against Brooklyn. So if you guys haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, make sure you head on over there, check them out. I uh, will. As soon as I post the podcast for Tuesday, um, I will um, be, be able to post the Listener's League. They've already sent it over to me. So as soon as this podcast is up, the Listener's League will be right there in the comment section. So you'll be able to join. It filled around 2.30 uh, Eastern here today. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to feel fast. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to be able to do these Listener's Leagues with fan- Fantasy Draft if you guys haven't checked them out. Awesome sponsors of the podcast. It is a nice little 50-man. Uh, I like the payout structure that they did for it. Uh, 13 spots paid, and that's uh, super solid. Going to pay a little deep and top prize, 10 extra money. Um, nice little semi-cash game, uh, morning grind league. If we start filling these things at 50, I've already been told that we can bump it up. So if you guys keep filling this thing at 50 all week, uh, keep filling it early, we're going to get this thing bumped up. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you head on over there, check it out. Playing the league. You get to play against me and whoever's hosting with me that day, which if you will again today, I'm going to force them into playing over there. <laughs> um, not a, I, didn't have, I didn't even have to twist your arm. Oh, no, it's good. Listen, man, I, I, I like to compete with the subscribers. And, I mean, it's fun, you know, to just play because sometimes, sometimes the subscribers are smarter than us. Here's what I mean. We do all this research. We give out the content. And then, I, you know, I, sometimes I try to go back and listen because I don't want to forget the things that I was thinking about early in the day. And, you know, it's, it's funny certain days when I don't go back and listen, I'll see someone show up and someone will be like, thanks, Chief, for that play. And I'll be like, wait a minute, how did I forget to play the guy I was talking about? So I, I do think there's value in going back and listening to where our thought process was. And uh, typically if we stay on it, it's usually a pretty good day. So uh, shout out to everyone in the league once again. Thank you guys for playing. Yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. Um, I hope I take it down. I'd like to take down the first one. Um, that way, um, whoever finishes second to me can, you know, be in the the weekly long, um, you know, five man or whatever. So, uh, let's get started on this Tuesday slate. Seven games, a lot to talk about. Uh, Washington, Cleveland is where we start. Two nineteen total. Washington favored by six and a half. Decker's questionable. Mahini is questionable. Um, love Nawaba Thompson all still out on the Cleveland side. Let's start with Washington. What are we looking at here uh, on the Washington side of things? Man, um, Bill, Reza, Otto Porter, the, these guys should, should just crush in this matchup. Sadoransky, same thing. Uh, you know, I know Cleveland's not playing at an incredibly high pace, but Washington is. And uh, Cleveland's at home. I know they're a little shorthanded, but uh, any game that we think they could possibly just stay, hang around that eight to ten point range, the other team's going to go nuts. So 
I, I really like Bradley Beal here. Um, I, I don't really care about the price. Uh, he, he's one of the best plays on the slate, in my opinion. I, I wouldn't have him 100%. He's not a guy I would hit the lock button on. But he's definitely uh, a guy that I, I think I think you have to consider on this slate. Same thing for Otto Porter. Uh, same thing for uh, uh, Trevor Ariza. You know, there's only a hundred dollar difference. I mean, you've got Jeff Green at forty seven hundred. I think if, um, geez, if Decker sits, then I, I think Jeff Green is going to be squarely in play at forty seven hundred. Um, but yeah, th- I mean, those four guys are the guys I'm looking at. I, I really wish I could play Bryant, but the minutes just aren't there for me right now. I mean, I know he played 30 against San Antonio, but um, I think Mahimi was out that game. But you know, I think Mahimi's gonna be back, so just th- those are the guys I'm looking at. Yeah, you know, Decker not playing a ton, but playing 18 to 19 minutes a night that's enough. Um, yeah, so and Mahimi. You know he's a he his minutes are all over the place. I'm not even trying to guess what his minutes are, yeah. but uh, you know enough minutes where if those guys sit, that we get a little bit of uh, increase in minutes for guys like Jeff Green. So uh, couldn't agree more. If Mahini sits, do we play Bryant? I mean, <laughs> I know it's a roller sits, coaster, but <laughs> gosh, if he sits, I feel like we should play him. Or, or, or let me say this: we should consider playing him. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's, yeah, he's not a he's lot not, by any means. But yeah, and he's not he gets, more. But if he gets thirty minutes in this spot, he's gonna smash. Yeah, if, if he just, can, just, if he makes it to thirty. No, I, I agree. It's just more of price. Like if he was yeah. forty five hundred, we'd be talking about locking him in and being good to play him. But if he gets, if he, if those guys are out and we know he's going to be approaching 30 minutes in this game, he's certainly somebody I'm going to be considering on the slate. Um, the Cleveland side of things. <laughs> I laugh cause I, I try not to laugh at situations, but this Cleveland situation is just like, good luck. Yeah. I mean, it is, but ironically, it isn't. I, I know. I, I know. But the first time we say, like, it's not, like, it's just, um, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. Because they're short so many bodies, they really haven't been able to spread everything out so much. So Larry Nance, I mean, well, first of all, they don't even like Larry Nance in Cleveland. But I don't think he's going to play more than 20 minutes. So. Right now, uh, Osman is getting all the minutes he can handle. He's taking more shots. The past two games, he's taking 17 shots and 20 shots. Th- those are the past two games. In Miami, he put up 45. Against Chicago, he put up 34. And now he gets an up-tempo matchup against Washington. I don't like the price, but I don't hate it. Like, he's, he's going to play big minutes. Uh, and then Alec Burks is now playing big minutes, and so is Rodney Hood. Like, th- these guys are playing big minutes. If you need salary relief, I think I side with Alec Burks more, uh, but those two guys are playing big minutes, and then obviously Jordan Clarkson, he's kind of the bench guy. We don't ever know when he's going to hit 28 minutes or 25 minutes or 30 minutes. It just he, He's kind of the guy I think I just not play. Because of the up up and down roller coaster with minutes, but Burks, Rodney Hood, Osman, 
even Zizich. I mean, centers have been smashing Washington as well. And Zizich is probably going to get 30-plus minutes. I don't like the price on him, but, I mean, he's been pretty much over 30 fantasy points every every game he's played 30-plus minutes. So maybe you catch an upside game against Washington. Um, I don't like Cleveland, but but I definitely think some of these prices, you, you may need to consider them today. Burks. Burks is that guy that I, I really – I like the price. I like the price. I like the matchup. I like the minutes right now. I say right now because – you can't trust anything here. Uh, again, like you're playing these guys knowing that you can't trust the situation. You know, you, you talked about Burks, and he's the guy that I had written down that I really like here. It, it, trust me, it's very questionable anytime you play anybody from Cleveland because they just randomly will give Clarkson 30 minutes, and some of the guys will play like 18 minutes. So, but Burks is the guy I like. Zizek, maybe on a site like uh, Fantasy Draft where you can play multiple centers. Uh, I know his price is kind of up there. But the guy's been really consistent. And like you said, he gets a matchup with Washington. Very good matchup. Over 26 fantasy points now in seven straight games. Uh, that's not going to break the bank. But you get an upside game here against Washington, like you said. And um, you know it, it could look really good for him. So definitely don't hate him. Uh, on a site like Fantasy Draft where you could play – Five centers if you want. I don't think he'll make my build on DraftKings or FanDuel, but I, I do think he's worth considering over there on the Fantasy Draft machine. Thunder, Magic, 221.5 total. Or, uh, the OKC Thunder favored by six. Um, really, the only injury news that we're waiting on here is Briscoe is questionable. Uh, he's been dealing with that ankle injury. He's missed some games. Uh, let's start with uh, the Thunder here going into Orlando. What do we like here for the Thunder? So when are we just going to start playing Paul George every sleep? Obviously, obviously, the listeners probably knew this was coming. I mean, at, at this point, you just have to play him. He's he's not – so Paul George should be – really, he should be probably 10-5 approaching 11K. And that sounds crazy until you go back and look at what he's done. Past 10 games, 65-54, 64, 64. 46, 53, 54, 49, 43, 48, 41. I mean, he hasn't had a game under 40 fantasy points in 10 games, and it's probably more than that. Um, the guy's just playing – I mean, man, he's playing out of this world right now. The minutes are stable. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the three-point attempts. I mean, he's taking – gosh, I mean, he's t- taking 12 three-pointers the last game, 10 the game before that, 6, 9, 9, 12, 12. I mean, man, he's just—he's—he's just—he's—he's he's back to the Paul George we knew and loved from Indiana that was dragging that team to the playoffs, and now he's got a running mate here in uh, uh, Russell Westbrook. So I, I really like Paul George here at ninety eight hundred. I think I think he's an auto play. Uh, I think he's a cash play. I think he's a tournament play. Outside of my affection for Paul George in regards to the fantasy world. Uh, I think Jerry and Grant's another good play at 5,300. I think that's too cheap. And last but not least, obviously I like Westbrook, but I'm going to kind of give you a French guy, Terrence Ferguson, 3,700. This guy should be 4,500 by now. Uh, he's playing about 30 minutes a game. You know, some games a little under, some games a, a little more. But he's a guy, I mean, he's flashed some light upside. Uh, he's 3,700, getting you about, you know, 20-plus fantasy points most games. I think he's a guy you look at for salary relief on this slate. 
Hold on, Will. Hold on. Just so everybody knows, Will, you like you like Paul George on this slate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I know, man. I, I do think like you can make you can make a really good argument on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft for playing Westbrook over George for only $800 more, considering their ceilings. But Paul George is playing really well right now. Um, I couldn't agree more um, about liking George here. But I think it's just hard for me when when their, their difference is only like 800 to click George over Westbrook. Whether it be the right move or not, um, just knowing like the ceiling on George is probably like 6570 and the ceiling on Westbrook is like 8590. Um and not saying George can't go to get 80 fantasy points, but I'm saying like I feel like it's gonna happen on a on a higher outcome uh for Westbrook to get 80 than George to get 70. So for me, like it's really hard to click that button when it's Westbrook and it's a guard against Orlando magic. So I I lean Westbrook over George here. Um, I do like the spot for Steven Adams at at 6,500. He's another center that I'm going to consider today. I I do like a lot of centers on the slate. Uh, We're going to talk about Bobby Portis against Brooklyn. Um, Outside of that, you know, you mentioned Ferguson. Um, He's really cheap. Don't know if we're going to need him today. There's a ton of value already. Um, so we might not need him today, but if we do, um, he is certainly somebody we should be looking at. Um, 3,700. He's gone for at least 23 fantasy points in three straight games. That's a really good call. The shot attempts are up. Um, and if he's going to shoot this much against the Orlando Magic team, Ferguson's certainly in play. Orlando Magic talked about it last podcast i think it was friday with bobby and we talked about aaron gordon just being too cheap and his price really hasn't come up if the magic stay in this game vooch has a tough matchup against adams if the magic are in this game it's probably because aaron gordon's having a really good game yeah i i definitely see it man gordon like he's a guy i've been trying to not be biased about However, bias creeps in into my heart from time to time, but I do like him in this spot here. Uh, I, I think he should have a good game. You know, it, it, it should be a fairly up tempo matchup. Okay, he's been playing a little faster, I think, and um, you know, sixty eight hundred. The price is just very fair, and, that, and that's what fan duel, by the way. Um, on DK, I think he's about the same. He's sixty seven. Sixty seven. Yeah, sixty seven. So. Uh, it's, it's a fair price. I, I I don't mind playing that for him. When he gets in that upper 7K range, I think he's just a fade every slate. But at that price, I don't hate it. Uh, Evan Fournier. Listen, I, I like Evan Fournier in the slate. I know we don't want to hear Evan Fournier recommendations, but uh, the Thunder have just been getting destroyed at, at the shooting guard position. Uh, so between Fournier and Terrence Ross, I think one of these guys has a big game. I'm just going to side with Fournier right now because of the minutes. Uh, and then Vooch, I mean, 9,500. Steven Adams hasn't been stopping anybody recently. I mean, just nobody. So I'm, I'm not afraid to roll Vooch here in what I consider to be a high leverage, low ownership spot. He's got 50, 60 point upside. They're at home. He, he's, he's a lot more expensive than I think most are willing to play. So I'm not saying he's optimal, but I do think, 
he still he, he's a he's a great tournament play, and, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. Yeah, um, I think he's certainly somebody you can play in tournaments. And Fournier is another guy that when Fournier shoots the ball well, he can get there. It's just he is so spotty shooting the ball sometimes. Like, <sighs> Evan Fournier, good old Evan Fournier. All right, I got to pass my homer team. Bucks, Pistons, two seventeen and a half total. Milwaukee favored by six and a half in this game. Uh, let's start. Or I guess Bullock is doubtful and Ishmith is still out. Let's start with the Bucks. Brogdon probable. What are we looking at here on the Bucks? Man, I mean, just give me Giannis, man. Uh 10-7. I think he's one of the best plays on the slate. I know we got Harden. I, I'm I'm going to start my immediate harder fades coming up and we'll talk about it. I know they're playing New Orleans but Chris Paul back I don't care if he's playing limited minutes I just I think Giannis is my favorite you know uh, upper spin of the slate I think he's my favorite stud uh going into Detroit should be a competitive game uh the guy's just been been playing phenomenal basketball uh he doesn't ha- he doesn't have to score a lot of points to get the job done now he has been in the mid to high 20s most games but, I mean, the rebound numbers, Steve, just listen to these rebound numbers the last five games, 18, 14, 15, 13, 11. Just, I mean, just giving you such a, such a nice floor there. Uh, and, and if he can happen to dial up some steals and blocks, I mean, he's going to be on his way to a huge game. So, re- really like him. Uh, I-, I wish I could play Eric Bledsoe. I just don't like the price here. Sterling Brown is a guy that his minutes are starting to trend upward. He's just not doing much with it. But he's a guy I have my eye on for the right matchup. I don't think this is the right matchup, but but he's a guy that that I have my eye on. And then Brooke Lopez, I mean, if they finally priced him up, he's 5,600, but I still think that's fair for a guy that's playing, you know, pretty much upper 20s minutes. I, I don't – he's not a great play for me today, but if you need the salary relief at center and you're trying to do something different, I think he's a guy you can look at. Yeah, I don't mind Brooke Lopez. Um, I don't mind Giannis, but well, it's a trend that I love to attack. The price makes me really iffy about wanting to play Eric Bledsoe here. I, I know, I you know, know it. It's a trend, man. It's a point guard against Detroit. It's just, it's a thing. I don't know if I can do it at seven K. I think it's. Thank you, DK. You probably are going to end up saving me money on this one because you priced him the right way. Um, I, I couldn't agree more with Giannis on the rebounds. Um, just going out and getting it right now. Like the dude has double digit rebounds in nine of the last 10 games. Like it's just phenomenal. So uh, certainly helping his upside. And, um, if you want to maybe get away from James Harden or somebody on the slate, um, maybe Giannis is where you look uh, to be a little different and contrarian. Detroit side of things, you know, this is a, a team that, like, Drummond has really struggled against this team this season, and Blake has really excelled. Do we keep playing that? Like, this would be the fourth time these teams have played, and Blake's averaging 48 against this team, and Drummond's averaging 27.8. Like, what are we looking at here on Detroit side? Well, I think, I think as it pertains to that, Steve, I think we've just got to determine – do we think it's real or do we think it's noise? Now, for those of you that don't know, I do coach basketball. And so I, I will give you my interpretation of why Blake is probably crushing. 
and Drummond is not. It's not anything elaborate. It's really simple. Brooke Lopez isn't going to be around the rim as much on offense. So I, I would assume, and I haven't looked at the numbers, but my assumption is that Drummond's rebounding numbers are taking a hit. Uh, so his double-double upside is, is being affected because Lopez is going to pull him away from the rim from time to time. And so that's my immediate thought process behind it. Uh, the other thought process is that uh, when we talk about Giannis's rebounding numbers, Giannis is probably taking away rebounds from Drummond, and and it's probably affecting him on the on the offensive side from a mental standpoint. Those are just my little tidbits. So if but but is that noise? Is that real? Drummond could come out this game and drop sixty, and, and at that point, I guess we think it's noise. But if it's a trend that we think is real, I'm I'm willing to buy into the fact. Uh, that what is real is that Drummond isn't going to be around the rim the whole game, which makes it, which is going to make it a lot easier for Blake to dial up big performances. So I, I really like Blake in this spot here as well, uh, and, and I think he's, I think he's a great play. Uh, I guess we've got to maybe look at Reggie Bullock. I mean, it says he's unlikely to play, so look at that injury, and then maybe a Luke Kennard is a guy we look at. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a Bruce Brown. I'm uh, trying not to laugh, but it's just like, is this a game that maybe Reggie Jackson has to do a little bit more? And, <laughs> I, I just, mean, look, he's 4,800. He's put up 30 fantasy points the past two games. If he's going to give us 30, yeah, I think you have to play him. Will, I never get excited anytime you say anything like Brown or Kennard or, or Galloway. I can't get excited about those guys. But, but I mean, Reggie Bullock's out, so you know these guys. So is guys Mesh Smith. Like, the minutes are going to be there for somebody. It's just trying to figure out who it's going to be. Well, Reggie Jackson's going to play 30. Luke Kennard is probably going to play about 22 to 24 minutes. If he's hot, he'll play 30 minutes. Brown is going to start out. His floor is 20. And he could get there. And then Galloway is probably going to play about 22 minutes tomorrow. So, and then they, they just don't like Stanley Johnson. But watch Stanley Johnson run, run out and play 28 minutes and drop a 40 bomb on us. <laughs> you already know it's coming. Stanley Johnson is going to drop 40. Oh, and, man. And nobody's going to have him. And we're going to be frustrated because we're like, why didn't we just play Stanley Johnson at 3,200? Because it's such a terrible play, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, um, I don't, I don't mind Luke Kennard. I, I really don't. Luke Kennard is a guy; he's going to shoot. I, I, I don't mind it. But Blake, obviously, you play. I think Blake and Reggie Jackson are your two plays. All right, I, I, I agree. Um, I don't love Blake here. I do agree with everything you said. We've seen power forwards do better against Milwaukee all season. Uh, because of Lopez taking centers out to the three-point line. It's just Blake's price is still priced like Drummond's out. And it's getting there. It's getting close. Um, I, I I just – I have a tough time click, clicking his name at 9,300, even though I know he's likely going to have a good game here, which makes no sense, I know. But, hey, good luck trying to get in this brain. <laughs> Chicago at Brooklyn, 217 total. Brooklyn favored by seven. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. still out. Dinwiddie's out. Crab, Graham, and Dudley all miss Monday's game. We're going to put them as questionable because we don't have um, official news on any of those guys yet. So we're just going to have to play the wait-and-see approach game with those guys. Let's start with Chicago. Uh, you know, we talked about it a lot yesterday. I ended up playing Al Horford. Centers against Brooklyn. Bobby Portis, 
He's drawn a start recently and then didn't play hardly any minutes the next uh, game against Cleveland. Um, do we just say we're, we're committing to Bobby Portis here and hoping that Lopez is just an afterthought or are we really concerned about Robin Lopez playing minutes? Like what are we doing with this front court? Because this is a spot – one of these guys should smash. <laughs> Good luck figuring out which one. Um, like, why did Robin Lopez play 26 minutes against Cleveland? I just so here's the thing. I actually wouldn't care if Robin Lopez played 26 minutes if I knew he was going to get 26 minutes every game, and if I knew Portis was going to get 25 minutes every game or 28 minutes. The problem is, you know, Portis goes through these two 33 minute games. And then he's back down to 19 minutes. And at this price of 6400 I think the only way we can play Porters is if it comes out before lock that he's starting. And we should be able to find that out because the game is at 730 Eastern. If I don't get any Bobby Porters' starting news, I don't know if I can play either one of these guys. And it's so disappointing. But I think I just tried to mitigate that by just playing Laurie Market. Laurie's going to play minutes. Uh Maybe he gets a few switches. He's a guy I would look at. Um, we know that uh, Wayne Seldon is going to be playing 30 minutes now because Hutchison is out. I mean, he put up 32 against Cleveland at 38 minutes. I mean, you're talking about value. That's 4,200. I think he's a guy we can play. Levine at 72, I still like it. And then Chris Dunn at 67. I mean, these are all guys I think that you you should consider playing. They're playing the Cleveland, uh, Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Nets, and I mean, we saw what wings these wing players did to Brooklyn. I mean, Rozier, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown—they all just had great games tonight. So I, I don't mind any of these Chicago wing players. Yeah, you know, just to kind of give everybody an idea, like Chicago ranks fifth in point, or Brooklyn ranks fifth in defensive efficiency against point guards. They rank twelfth against shooting guards, twenty-second against small forwards, twenty-fifth against power forwards and 20th against centers. Um, it's no secret. They they struggle with wings and big guys. Now, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson will help that when you know he's starting again and playing his normal minutes. But until then, we're just going to keep attacking um, this team with wings and bigs, and it's been working. Don't stop now. I agree with Will. If we get news that Portis is going to start, he's going to be a guy that would be in my – you know core type plays if we get that news early enough um if we don't get the news probably fade the situation um outside of that i don't really have anything else to add here on the chicago side of things uh like you mentioned selden he's gonna play minutes um and you're just you're you're hoping that you get one more really solid game out of him before his price is just too much where we can play him um so don't mind looking at him here against Brooklyn, especially on a back-to-back. -back. Brooklyn limited the minutes pretty much on everybody uh, on Monday. Um, they did not play anybody big minutes. Um, it was really yeah. interesting. It was really interesting to see what they did, and I'm not going to say I hated it. They kept the game close. It's probably good coaching basketball sidewise. It kind of stunk for fantasy outside of Napier. Oh, Listen, I, I had first of all, I, I feel like I'm, I'm about to have another rant, but. I mean, I played D'Angelo Russell tonight because I was like, okay, Kyrie's out. They'll probably keep the game a little bit closer. He did just put up 50-plus fantasy points against this same team, you know, a couple games ago. And I think Kyrie might have been out that 
No, I don't think Kyrie was out that game. But, man, you know, I opened up my app, I think, in the fourth quarter, early, late third, and I saw he had 37 fantasy points or something. I said, oh, man, you know, this, this could end up being a good night, you know. In my head, I'm calculating. I'm like, man, just 13 more, he'll hit that 50 threshold. And the clock hit, you know, quadruple zeros, and he was still at 37. How disappointing. Oh, God, I love when that happens. <laughs> oh, God. A whole quarter was going by, and I'm just like waiting on him to do something, and he just never played. <sighs> yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting Kyrie to say it forced me on to Marcus Smart, which obviously worked out. But oh, that's uh, anyway. Um, all right, let's talk about the Nets here. I think the two biggest things that we need to look at here on Brooklyn is. Yes, D'Angelo Russell can go off, but that's obviously not one of the things I want to look at here. The two things I want to look at here, Napier, even if he gets 25 minutes, just seems like he's going to put up the shots and he's going to crush with the second unit. And Rondé Hollis-Jefferson is, you said it yesterday, he's too cheap, and man, did he pay off that price tag today. And he only went up $100 from slate to slate. Now, be careful that he's in the lineup because if he, for some reason, sits on the second half of a back-to-back, obviously that's a huge issue. But that's the only concern that I have about Ronnie Hollis Jefferson here um, is that they sat Graham on the first half and they're going to let him play and Ronnie Hollis Jefferson sits here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is a this is a sticky situation. Teams like Brooklyn, Denver, uh, the Spurs. I, I don't I don't like to play around with these guys. Sacramento is another one. Uh, Minnesota. The, 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 I mean, teams like that. If you don't know, just avoid the situation. And um, you know, unless if if we don't get anything that says he's going to start or if they're saying he's he's coming off the bench i think you fade him because they, they're probably intentionally going to limit his minutes now look he's still 3800 so i'm not saying he's going to you know kill your lineup but what i am saying is you know it it is it, it could just end up being too risky especially with a team that likes to spread the minutes out uh the way they do so my, my favorite brooklyn net this today is jared allen as equally as bad as Brooklyn's been, Chicago has been just as worse, just as bad. So I, I don't mind Jared Allen in this spot. Uh, I think this is a spot he could go nuclear here at, at 5,600. Uh, what what an incredible price tag that is for him. Another One last guy that I like that's kind of off the board. I really like Joe Harris today. Uh, the Knicks can't guard anyone on the wing. They are just awful. And so Joe Harris is a guy that, I mean, I know he's like a Bradley Beal type where his shot probably needs to be falling some. But if, but if you look at the past couple games, he's got a few in the other categories, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals in a game against Sacramento, four rebounds, three assists in a game against Orlando, seven rebounds, three assists in a game against the Knicks. You know, had he hit his, you know, 15 to 18 real points, then you're looking at about 30 fantasy points. So Joe Harris is a guy I did want to highlight here that I think could have a nice game against the Chicago Bulls wing players. I really hope that, uh, like, just give me Jared Allen 27 minutes in this game and he'll pay off that price tag. Like, he's a really good contrarian tournament play today. 
Um, all right, moving on. New Orleans at Houston, 234.5 total. Houston favored by nine. Anthony Davis, Miratic, Moore all out. Uh, Julius Randle is questionable. And on the Houston side, Capella, all we got on the Houston side right now. Um, let's start with New Orleans. A lot of people out um, is the easiest way to say it. Like, I know Okafor has been crushing. Are you paying 6100 for Okafor in this matchup against Houston? I don't know if I could do it. He's 72 or 74 on FanDuel. My goodness, what a price increase. Here's what I always like to do in these situations, though, Steve. I do try to adjust my thinking because even though we're thinking, oh, this is awful, this is terrible pricing. Well, if we're considering Ante Zizic, Okafor has more upside. So really, we should be playing him on this slate. And I think this is another time to just strike while the iron is hot. If he... Every game he's gotten 30-plus minutes, he's put up 40-plus fantasy points. Every game out of the last four, 35 minutes, 40 fantasy points. That was at Memphis. 31 minutes, 40 fantasy points against Detroit. OKC, he played 25 minutes, put up 27 fantasy points. At that price point, it was still fine. 36 against San Antonio, 52 fantasy points. And he's 6,100. And we were talking about Ante Zizic earlier. I think you still need to consider Jaleel Okafor. I am hope, hoping and praying that the Charlotte Hornets just sell our whole team and go and get Anthony Davis. They're just not going to do that. Uh, so that's wishful thinking. Um, but, you know, I, I like these guys. I, I like uh, I like Darius Miller here. We already know that uh, that Etuan Moore is going to be out. Darius Miller, 3,700 against Houston. I mean, we saw what he did in 38 minutes against OKC, 36.75 fantasy points. Obviously, that was not a fantasy point per minute. But who cares when he's 3,700, he's going to play 35 minutes. I mean, he's he's probably my favorite uh, uh, value play on the slate as of right now. And, and then we get Drew Holiday at 8,600. I think you just have to play him. The guy's just a, a consistency machine right now. Those are my guys. Yeah, more sat that OKC game and Miller played 38 minutes. So, like, the minutes are going to be there for Darius Miller. You just play him at this price with the minutes that he's going to play in this game against Houston. Uh, Solomon Hill, more. by the way. Solomon Hill played 37 minutes. I mean, he didn't put up as many points because he's not as good of a shooter. But, I, like I said, I've seen Solomon Hill drop 60 fantasy points. I don't think it's the worst play in the world. Yeah, fair enough. Um I don't mind Okafor here as long as Randall sits. If Randall plays, I'll probably be off of Okafor um, at this price. I think it's a fair assessment. Um, if Randall sits again, I think you can continue to look at Drew Holiday. If this game is going to stay close, it's probably because Drew's having a good game. I know he's 8,600, but he has 60-point upside in this game if it stays close. So I do like this. We know his shot attempts are going to be high. We know the usage is going to be high. We know he has triple-double upside. Um, So I I do like him here. Houston side of things, we saw Chris Paul play um, 25 minutes in his first game back against Orlando. They already said that, like, that's going to be the normal moving forward for right now. So I don't think we're playing Chris Paul playing 25 minutes at 6,900. James Harden's 13-6. Even with Paul back the other night, he put up 71 fantasy points. What are you doing with Houston? Man, this is going to be so controversial. I don't really want to play anyone from Houston. Maybe Fareed. 
I, I don't I don't like harder. Eric Gordon, a little bit of revenge game. He's 5K. I mean, he's playing 30 something minutes. Maybe, maybe you take a shot on him at low ownership. Um, but that's about it, man. I, I don't want to play hard at this price with Chris Paul back, especially if Chris Paul happens to get it going in 25 minutes. I, I think he'll take away enough from Harden to where Harden could not hit value. Uh, and, you know, I could take a guy like Paul George and get 50 plus fantasy points. So, you know, that's just kind of my thought process behind it. I am in no means telling you guys to not play James Harden. The guy's been on a mission. He's been just playing phenomenally. But I, at, at this price, I, I think I'm just going to start my fades. And if he if he burns me with 80, he burns me with 80. Uh, I'll take my lashes. But I, I'm just going to start fading him here with Chris Paul back. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I love Farid here. Farid is a guy that I really want to play on the slate. He looks great. They're giving him the, they're giving him the minutes. We all knew if Kenneth Farid could just get minutes oh, somewhere, God. the guy would crush. Like yeah. the energy he brings to the court each and every play um, yeah. is just phenomenal. So I like Farid a lot here today. I'm not worried about 6300. I think he has 40 plus point upside, um, which is six to seven x. And at 6300, I, I certainly like that. So I, I really do like Farid. Eric Gordon, I think that he is an okay play today. Depending if you like maybe end up in that range, the minutes are going to be there for Eric Gordon. Like Houston's playing a tight rotation right now. I love it. Um, they're playing hard and they're playing for Reed and they're playing Eric Gordon and they're kind of easing back Paul. They're letting PJ Tucker play a ton of minutes. Um, Austin Rivers has been the guy that's taken the big hit in minutes, which doesn't shock anybody. Um, so, you know, we're getting what you you're you're getting. You almost know exactly what you're going to get from the situation here when you're playing the Houston guys. So, um, I'm not going to hate on any of those guys. I probably won't play Harden today, just because I like Westbrook at a cheaper price tag or Paul George at a cheaper price tag. Be, be able to line up construct a little bit differently, but that's all I got here on uh, the Houston side. Yeah. Phoenix at San Antonio. No line out in this game. Waiting on some injury news. Aiton is doubtful. Melton is out. Warren is out. DeRozan is out. Um, oh, man. Phoenix, let's start with them. You know, you want to attack San Antonio with point guards. Um, That'd be Devin Booker. Yeah, like we all thought, I thought that Okubo was going to get the point guard minutes. And even though he's getting, he, he's starting at point guard, like Booker's playing, Booker's playing everything. <laughs> like, he, Devin Booker is the Suns. <laughs> yes, yes. And gosh, God, I feel like I'm having so many rants lately. I, I hope I'm not turning into a grumpy old man. <laughs> uh, God, I, I really hope I'm not. I'm not. Now nah, I'm, I'm not doing that, guys. I'm I'm one of the most happy-go-lucky guys you'll meet. But uh, Devin Booker should be a Charlotte Hornet. We just we had another bad draft class that year. At any rate, I really like Rashawn Holmes today. Uh, I think Rashawn Holmes is. I think he's one of the best plays on the slate. Uh, extremely high fantasy point per minute guy. Uh, the guy played 27 minutes against the Lakers. Only took five field goal attempts and put up 37 fantasy points. 37 and a half, by the way. Four blocks, one steal, 10 rebounds. 
Uh, 12 real points. I mean, he shot seven free throws. I, I Man, I just I, I really like Rashawn Holmes here today, especially on a site like Fantasy Draft where we can just load up the big men if we want to. I think he's one of the top plays on the slate, along with Paul George, along with Greek. And I, and I feel like if I take this t- type of approach and, and I want to play, you know, Paul George and I want to play Greek, I think I can play everybody. I, th- I think I can do it with that sort of construction. I, I, I like this spot here for Rashawn Holmes. I, I think he has a, a really, really nice game here. Uh, and he's probably going to get 25 to 28 minutes. I, man, I, I really like Rashawn Holmes here. Yeah, um, the minutes should be there for Holmes if Aiden sits, which he's doubtful. And is like, hey, Bender, go back to the bench. Um, yeah. So I'm perfectly okay with playing Holmes in this spot. I don't really trust anything else, to be honest, on the Phoenix side. I know Uber has been playing solid, but his price has come up. Uh, Jackson's been playing good minutes. If you want to go there in tournaments, I don't hate it, but really like Holmes here. And on the San Antonio side of things, I think LaMarcus Aldridge is a good play. I don't think I end up on him today. I think Derek White is a good play, but I don't love the price tag on White. And I don't mind Rudy Gay. But I don't see them extending Rudy Gay into like 30 to 40 or 35 to 40 minutes just because DeRozan's out. So for me, if I'm playing anybody on the San Antonio side, it's probably a guy like Brian Forbes who's really cheap. Yeah, I mean, I think my favorite two Spurs are Derek White. I I do like LMA here. He's always a guy I like when we're going to have. Uh, uh, another high usage guy off the court. So with DeRozan being such a high usage guy, I think the offense will flow through, not through, but to LaMarcus Aldridge. We know that the Spurs are going to play team ball, really like what they do, but I still think the offense will flow to him. The question is, can Phoenix keep this game close, close enough to to make it worthwhile? And that's the only thing I'm uncertain about. Um, You know, they've been playing okay, but now, now they're down so many pieces. I'm just not sure they can keep up in this spot. So, uh, and at eight, at 8,700, LMA is probably a guy we look to fade. But White, love White, love Forbes. Those are guys I think we look at. And then uh, Davis Bertans as well, 4,100. He's probably he's probably going to play about 28 to 30 minutes in this spot. You put up 29 against Washington. I think this is a similar situation. He's a guy that you know I don't think a lot of people will play that that could have a nice fantasy point game you know, in the, in the mid to high twenties or thirties. Um, I don't really have anything else to add. Let's move on. Last game on the slate. We go from eight 30 on the East coast to a 10 30 game. Philadelphia at LA taking the Lakers. Philly is good to go. LA Lakers ball is out. Kuzma is questionable. Josh Hart is questionable. LeBron James is out. Hoping that we get some sort of news that heart like heart on heart and and Kuzma because this is gonna be a mess if not um, not on DraftKings but on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft where we don't have late swap you're gonna have to take the shots that you want to take. Let's start with the 76ers. What are we looking at here on Philadelphia? Uh, Joel and B, Joel and B, Joel and B, ten two. Another fine play. I can't fit him in with all the other guys I like. Um, so I guess you'll have to make a decision. But, uh, man, I just remember Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons just carrying me to a live final last year. 
just out of nowhere. And, and, and that's when Clarkson was there and Randall was there. And I just kind of stacked the game. Um, at the end of the night, it was like the late night hammer extraordinaire. I didn't even know what was going on, man. I just woke up because I had to go to the bathroom. And I looked at my app and I saw the green there. And I said, wait a minute, what is happening? And I went and saw that Embiid and Simmons had both hit about 60 to 70 fantasy points. I think Embiid might have actually hit 80 that night or 90. I think it was 90 or something like that. But uh, what a great night that was. And I see something similar here. I'm not saying he gets to 90, but I think 60 to 70 is well within reach, even with Butler back. Uh, speaking of Butler, 6,900, I think you got to like him in this spot against the Lakers. If they keep it competitive, he should be okay as well. I think Ben Simmons is my odd guy out, 9K. Um, I, I still think he can get there, but I just don't think he's the, the best player in the world. Uh, Corey Brewer is probably still going to get 20 to 25 minutes. So, you know, maybe he's a guy that you look at, but I don't think you have to play him. So many good center plays on this slate. It's a really good slate to stack up your centers over there on draft for fantasy draft. Um, the other side of this game, the Lakers side, like we're really going to be paying attention to news here. Um, but with with news regarded, like I know Rondo's really expensive, but he's kind of interesting as a contrarian late uh, late play. Because we know that Ball is out and Hart might not play, like Rondo came back and he's played 37 and 42 minutes. And they're just like, hey, just go out and play all the minutes. Like, you know it as well as I know it. Anytime that we get Rondo playing this many minutes, the ceiling is massive. So I, I do think Rondo has an interesting tournament appeal here. Um, the rest is really going to depend on news. I hate to say that, but it's so true. Yeah, it is. Um, and and the concern is that we may not get the news before a lot because this game is so far away uh, from the rest of them. But and, and not just because it's so far away, but it's the last game on the slate. So we may not get the uh, Hart or, or Kuzma news. So um, as far as the Lakers are concerned, I think you stick with Ingram. I think you stick with Rondo. And I think you let it ride from there. The other, the other, the other situation that you're looking at here is if Zubak starts and you get this news, um, he just absolutely crushed over the weekend against Phoenix. He drew the start over McGee and played 52 and a half minutes. And if he draws the start, like he's trying to prove something at this point, he wants to, he wants to play. Uh, so if Zubak starts, like I would play Zubak probably over Okafor if Zubak starts. Um, so it's just an interesting, maybe we get the news, maybe we don't, but love Embiid. Uh, love this love this little like game stack here. I think you can get two or three pieces from this game. Uh, it should be a pretty fast competitive game. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I said, I, I, I don't mind these guys against the Lakers. I think they can have big games here. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Will, give me your favorite over or under. Um, here, here's an interesting one. Give me Phoenix San Antonio. No, we don't have the line on that one. Um, give me Milwaukee Detroit under. All right, Milwaukee under. Yeah. Um, give me the over in the Brooklyn game. Like it, yeah. Um, under five K to seven X. Will who you got? 
Oh, man. There's a fair amount of these guys today. Go ahead and give me uh, Darius Miller. I I really like him. I know his minutes are secure. Give me Darius Miller. All right. I'm going to go with the assumption that Aiton sits and take Holmes here. Uh, Love the fact that you could play him as a power forward. Like my, my, my power forward center forward center spot or utility i'm probably gonna try to get four like big guys in on DraftKings today um looking at some big guys over there on fantasy draft as well um give me your over 8k not to 5x today who's your bust Uh, who's gonna be the lemon give me ben simmons (laughs) (laughs) you like making me look bad you're like rhyming and stuff and All right, Simmons it is. Like my initial thought was James Harden, but I do think like he has the potential to get 68 plus fantasy points here. Oh boy. So I'm gonna take Vooch. I got you. Um favorite six X play. Who do you got? Well, you, you took the guy I was gonna take. I was gonna take Holmes. Ah, see, I, I, yeah. I said seven X. I'm up in your game here. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> gosh man. I I threw a curveball at Will. I, I want to take this guy because I think he can do it. I think I think I'm gonna go for it here. I'm I'm going for the gusto. Are you ready for this? Yep. This is this is gonna be a crazy one. Nobody's expecting this. And we're talking about seven X, right? Yeah, seven X. Give, give me give me Trevor a reason. I wasn't expecting that. I know he's been shooting the ball well, but I didn't Nobody's expecting that. But here's the deal. He's 6K, and I've seen Trevor Reza put up 45-plus fantasy points recently multiple times. He's got a matchup with Cleveland. Give me Trevor Reza here. He's a guy I like today. All right. Give me Embiid. Late game hammer. Embiid's going to bring it home for us. We'll be talking about him when we, we start the podcast on Wednesday. Uh, appreciate everybody listening. Jump in the listeners league. It'll be right there in the comments section. It filled fast. So if you want to play in it, make sure you get in it quick. As always, Will, appreciate you joining me. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest, and I will see you guys tomorrow.